0: A dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing. A very, very dangerous thing. I'm saying that waiting for them to get it started. When a man thinks he's funny, I can make myself laugh. I took my wife over after church Sunday. We spent a couple of nights in St. Augustine. I was laying in bed that morning, and uh, Bevy was over there on the pullout sofa. No, I'm kidding. It a joke. And uh, I, I'd just written my, one of my easter post on facebook so i finished it up and i was sitting there drinking a cup of coffee and all of a sudden this had to be god speaking to me because it was so great it was the greatest thing I to my wife oh my god i got i gotta go edit my post i'm running got my ipad You might as well put a playboy bunny on the front of your Bible. Now, i got to tell you all, you may not think that's funny, but I laughed all day of how great that line was. You might as well put a playboy bunny on the front of your Bible. That's funny to me, but it's sad to me that people are in such darkness. I want to tell you, you know, if you don't know why we don't celebrate Easter, we've got all kind of teachings on it. Just read my Facebook post, and I think it's pretty clear. Uh, And I don't want to have to even address that nonsense. I want to speak to you today about a subject that I made up. I call it the sin of justification. Now, I kind of made it up. I believe it's scriptural. I believe it's the truth. That's what I call it. It's the sin of justification is your good reason to tell God no. Your good reason to tell God no. I wanted to make a declaration today, and this was in my heart to declare in, in the sanctuary today. And that declaration was something got confirmed two times this week. And not that I needed a confirmation, but it's so cool. And that is this, Yahweh is with us. <laughs> I said, Yahweh is with us. I was like, man, I loved that. I loved it. And I thought about Mark chapter 9, verse 23. And it's something we have to deal with. I have to deal with it. All things are possible to him that believeth. I want to tell you what. We have committed the sin of justification with that verse because of our experience. When we were younger, we said last week, we lay, we lay hands on a dead chicken. We believed God for anything and then "What? what happened? Our expectations were different. This morning as we begin this sacred year, seven months, I look back on last year and I say it was a pretty great year, except for all the stuff that happened. <laughs> stuff gonna happen. I told you this story so many times. I, I tell people, you know, I used to sing, I had a band that traveled and I've sang even in Baptist churches when drums were still of the devil had a drummer, had bass player, backup singer. We, all this group, group we traveled around. And I always remember the story I told you about the old guy at Auburndale First, First Baptist Church sitting on the front row. This was 1976. He had overalls on, and I thought he was had a radio in his pocket. But back in those days, that's what the hearing aid was for. I mean, it was a hearing aid. It went in your pocket and had a, like a headphone right there, you know, beats. He, had a, he, he didn't have beats. He had beat on i remember when we first opened up with the music can y'all believe that i used to play loud music ah uh, i said do you believe we used to play loud music <laughs> he's deaf from it and i remember when we first opened up man i was man i thought i was the, the man and that guy this old man reached up into his there was just one pocket right there that's where he had it zipper on it he reached down And I just thought he was turning the the Brave game off or something. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what he was listening to at church. So he could hear me. Come to find out, he turned his hearing aid off while I was singing. And then, after I got finished preaching and I was so proud of myself and strutting around there like a banny rooster thinking I was the greatest thing in the world, that old man said, hey, you ain't been through the fire. How many of you remember that story? You should. I've told it a hundred times or plus. I've told many people this. They say, how you doing, Johnny? I say, Yahweh is wearing me out. He's wearing me out. He's putting me through the crucible again. He's putting me through severe trial in which I have to choose to submit and obey and modify my behavior to the way that He requires. I'm talking about me, but I'm saying it for you. Regardless of what it costs me, regardless of how it makes me feel, regardless of my the sin of justification all the reasons I can think of in spite of the fears that I might have or the rights I may think I have or that it's not fair I have to choose and obey and modify my behavior the way that he wants while back Yahweh always said listen I want you to tell them who I am I want you to tell them they don't know who they're messing with you know I just watched a movie the other day about Exodus kings and gods or gods and kings you ever seen the movie It's not totally scriptural, but I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) the The plagues, they were pretty good (laughs) indication of plagues. The frogs and the blood and all the stuff that I'm just like, you know, people don't know who they're dealing with because we've been peddled Jesus, and that Jesus is so nice. He's so nice. I even then he wasn't nice. Matter of fact, the word nice didn't even mean nice the way it does now. It means stupid. So I don't want somebody to say, "Man, that Johnny's real nice," isn't he? It mustn't be real nice if it really means from the original Latin, real stupid. When I choose my own way, I'm just giving y'all a lifetime of experiential knowledge that will help you where you are. Every time I choose my own way, the Spirit of God gets grieved. And when He's grieved, I'm miserable. No matter how much I got or how good I think it's going or what it may be, no matter how, how all the bills are paid and everything. I got money in the bank, whatever it may be. I, if I grieve the Holy Spirit, I'm miserable. I have no peace. I have no joy. You always seem so far away. And I learned a long time ago, that's because he is. He's way back there where you left him when you decided to do it your way and not his way. Where's God? He's way back there. You're so far off the track, man, God's way back there. He's proven me, and he still does it. And he's delivering me from darkness and a carnal, fearful belief system. I asked Joel to sing that song today out of Malachi 3. He said, Behold, I'm going to send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And, the, and Yahweh, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant... Whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. But who may abide in the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like the refiner's fire and like the fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto Yahweh an offering in what? Righteousness. What is righteousness? It's doing the right thing God's way. I look back the number of years i've been doing this i look back and first sunday we were in this was 22 years ago on this day just seemed like yesterday 22 years in this building i ain't counting all the other stuff today i can tell you this i don't boast in this this is humbling but i'm i'm thrilled with it i know yahweh when i first started this i didn't know god's name i believed in a pagan god i didn't know any i knew nothing Today I can tell you I know him, and I'll tell you what's better than that. I know his ways. He told, he told the children of Israel, I'm gonna, I'll show you my acts because that's what you want. you want. You want me to have these perform these acts in your life, miracles and signs and wonders and, and feeding you and all that. But I want to tell you, even the children of Israel got tired of what God fed them, and they always go back to what they wanted to in the past, their vomit and their wallow, back to Egypt. But I I can tell you, I know Yahweh's ways. I will tell you one more thing. And he knows me, and he also knows my ways. (laughs) He is my Elohim Adonai. He's the great El. Adonai means he's Lord. And I have confidence going forward that Yahweh's called me to this geographical place. And he set me here as an apostle, a sent one. And I know things, man. And Yahweh shows me things. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not boasting today. I want you to hear this message. In spite of me most of the time, but not in spite of me by willful sinning, but by me saying yes to him and never know. I am and remain by his sovereign will and purpose that he has for me in this place. I live where I live. This house is here where it is because it is the purpose of Yahweh. My desire to serve him with passion and with zeal has not altered. As a matter of fact, it is intensified. In the day that we're living in, as we come to the last stretch, to the end of the race, you can call me Dave Waddle, Joel. If you don't know who Dave Waddle is, Google him. W-O-T-T-L-E, but don't do it now. I will not let him down in doing what he's called me to do and be who he's called me to be. I'm going to fulfill my place here as a spiritual father and apostle. I was talking to Irwin the other day. He and I were talking, and we're talking about being a business owner. You know, people people that don't own a business don't understand the responsibility. You know, if you're just an employee, you have no idea of the pressures of having to be responsible for everything and everybody. But as an owner in a business, just like a father in a house, there is a weight of responsibility that you care that nobody else can appreciate who's not in the situation do y'all believe that the owners are the ones who stay up at night worrying about what's going to happen how it's going to happen what happened what's going to do it you know and managing things they're the one the employees guess what they do they cruise in and cruise out they don't really care if the business makes it or not really as long as they get to get what they can get out of it i am responsible to yahweh in this house for your souls and everybody that comes in here Man, what a beautiful family we have back here. Corey and Kimberman and their two little girls. I mean, when, when she, this is what she said to me. Can I come home? She thinks this is home. And, and you know what? I said, come on, baby. Come on home. And here's her whole family here. And I want to tell you, there's a man here in the land been waiting for y'all. I, look, I want to tell you what. David Cook, I need to talk to you, man. you You've always been speaking to me about you. And I want to talk to you about it because I think, I think God is not only bringing people here for their benefit, but he's bringing people here for our benefit. Can you say amen to that? Amen. I'm, I'm nearer reaching the goal that I have when, than I was five years ago or 15 years ago, and now I can, you know, I can say like 30 years ago. And I've been working this plan. What is it, Johnny, that we have a church and all that? No, that I do what God says for me to do. I tell him yes every day and never no. that's that's success it ain't how many people come to the church i figured out a long time ago i just watched what kind of ministry yeshua had he came to do the will of him that sent him i gotta tell you and in that time i said it the other night i haven't done a lot of real big things for god but i've done a bunch of little stuff amen Amen. we've done some little stuff man i've overcome many things so what does that mean well it means that that's the past Yahweh continues to put me through his refining fire. His desire is to burn away all fleshly, carnal-minded motive. Because that's what will not allow you to have a well done. I want to tell you, the sin nature that we have never will go away till it's dead. And that's why you got to die. That's why Yahshua had to die you got to die to your flesh, and you have to do it daily. You have to say no to your flesh and yes to God every day with even every thought and word you speak. Well, I can't do that. I can't keep my mind on God all day. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You keep your mind on things you love. If you're a golfer, you're going to think about golfing all the time. If you're a fisherman, you're going to think about fishing all the time. The thing that you love, and those are usually has the potential of becoming idolatry. There is a refining, purifying process, or we can call it trial. You can call it whatever you want to call it. I've talked to us for over the years about waiting upon the Lord, about being obedient, about being patient, about our faith being tried. And remember, we learned years ago that the word serve or waiting doesn't mean that you just stand around and do this, do nothing. I know it's hard to get good waiters nowadays. But it's supposed to be that when you go to a restaurant and you have a waiter, they don't just stand there and wait. Some of them do, okay. But their job is to serve. What do you have, ma'am? How do you want it? Keep my glass filled. Cook that steak Right. Some things will never change. Every day has its difficulty. Every day has its hurdles. And when waiting upon Yahweh to fulfill certain promises, i got to tell you, my experience is that those hurdles just seem to get higher and more impossible as I had to wait upon the Lord. Hey, hey! Hey! I don't, think, I don't know that I get this across people because we're fighting against such a cultural thing. In America, a land of plenty, people fat and happy. You don't need God till they need God. I mean, let's face it. The difference between those that get their will done and don't get their will done will be this. Those who know that you've been bought with a price and your life is not your own. And those that, still, those that, that think they can do whatever they want to do. Those, that, there it is. You still think you can do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. That you're not going to get your will done. Because we are in a dying process. We, are, we should be reconciled to the fact that we are supposed to be dying to ourselves and our sin and the flesh. And that there's going to be battles to be fought. And there's going to be the flesh to overcome. And things that should be done, even if I'm not called to it. We just do it because we believe in what God is called and what he's doing in a body, in a people. So I had to learn this. I am not surprised when a new trial pops up in my path and in my journey. Look at here. Because I can't find anywhere in the Bible or any person in the Bible who was victorious and that pleased God, that was promised an easy life or had an easy life. As a matter of fact, I never met anybody who ever take a breath that has an easy life. And if you think they do, you need to quit watching that television. I want to be like people Do you think because on television they're happy? Well, look how happy they are. Well, just read the gossip about them and you'll find out they're more screwed up than you are. Tell you what I have been promised, though. I used to say that Yahweh is on my side. I don't say that anymore. Yahweh has promised that if I obey him and I don't draw the line when I say no, yes, lets me be on his side. Y'all see the difference? If we were to lean upon him as we ought I've learned that it makes my path straighter and smoother. i got to tell you something. I failed many times through impatience, doubts. I've been disappointed many times. I've had fears. I've had frustration. In the midst of that, Yahweh has has continued to be faithful to my success. He's for me. He's there for me. He's like, okay, I told you, didn't I? Now get your butt up, knock your pants off, and come and do it the right way. I told you not to do that. I told you not to go there. Are you? Will you listen to me, please? Some of y'all remember the Greek word for teenager, technon. I learned that I was limiting the Holy One of Israel's right to ownership and to do with me as He pleases. I had to learn this, that whether He uses me in some way or pours me out in waste, The wonderful talent that I am, and wonderful person, and great things I could do, he to pour me out. And had to learn how to live with that and know that that's real success. Not what the world's defined it. If I look this way and live that way, or have this or that, and you know, we're worshiping an image that is just really not real. I've seen a lot of people who will not simply learn a lesson. And pass on to the next one without making the same errors over and over and over again. We just can't pass the third grade. We just can't do it. We just can't. Oh, oh oh I, oh, I learned, oh, okay, I got it, God. I got this. I got it. Because, see, back, when, back before I was, I mean, while I was in elementary school, they didn't have a thing called social promotion. They'd fail your butt. You'd be in the third grade, be 12 years old. He said, Well, don't you want to go in the fourth grade? He said, Yeah, but my daddy's in there and he won't let me in the same class with him. <laughs> it's like, Man, what are you doing? What? I mean, here we are, man. Jethro Bodine, Altus, to us, alt is all. We, we are just so ignorant because we're going to, no, I can do it this time. And the reason why is because we draw the line and we have blind spots about us. We think that we're an exception. That God somehow because of something that we think that we are doing that's so great that to God don't mean nothing except, are you obeying me? You know, did you pick up the sticks or did you not pick up the sticks? That's, the, that's all he cares. He don't care that it was the sticks or if it was a billion dollars. Did you pick up the sticks when I said don't pick up the sticks? I don't know what I'm referring to, of course, right? Got a blind spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's how, that's how but for me it's different. I can do it for me differently. I'm special. I can do it this way. I don't have to do it that way. I, I have such, such disappointment, I guess I could call it. I see people who draw that line. Let me tell you what I know. Yahweh's standard does not change just because some cannot or will not live up to it. Johnny, why don't you just, no, I don't, No, I'm just going to keep on saying yes to God. You can say no if you want to and be back there. Listen, they, they, they died in the wilderness these murmuring complainers people said no or people that want to go back uh, they, you, I'm, going, I'm saying yes I'm not stupid enough to tell God no I wasn't even stupid enough to tell my daddy no Charlton, I was talking about this the other night I, I, I feared my daddy no I want to tell you what these would be false right now if I, I'd be talking to y'all like this right there man my daddy would whip my butt and rightly so, he didn't care if I was his little buddy or not. You' going to be my little buddy, well you? you're going to do what I say. You always got this is the way it is, and if you can't do it or you don't want to do it, guess what? I am pressing on to the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. I will continue to say yes to him and never say no. So don't expect me to lower it here. I know we can do some stuff, man. We could give candy out day why do all the pagans go to church on Easter because it's pagan it's pagan now I got to tell you I, I've been able to wallow in self-pity pretty easily poor me John, John, God do you know what I've given up for you yeah prison probably huh prison or I'd be in jail or hell meaning the grave there's no telling where I would be You just don't have a clue. You don't know. That's how stupid I was when I was young, and I'm not proud of it. I could wallow in being unhappy if I constantly viewed my disappointment because there's plenty of disappointments. I've seen disappointments. I see them in restaurants. I don't even want to talk to the disappointments I see in the restaurants. If I see on the street those people who who I've lived in disappointment about because I want it more for them or whatever, it doesn't matter. But I don't live in that because I realize that I am in constant need of Yahweh's spirit word. A word every day. A spiritual empower, empowerment every day when I get up. Every day. I realize that I'm in constant need. And i got to tell you, I'm so thankful that I need Him. I'm so thankful I need Yahweh, man. I am so thankful that I need Him. If, if my life ran smoothly, without any testing, Then there's no doubt in my mind that I would backslide straight to the gutters again. You hear what I just said? What? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the sin of justification. I can use the scriptures to justify my sin, to do it my way, or to let me be the exception, or fill my blind spot. Yeah, uh, it was a guy guy told me the other day a guy used to come to our church. He hadn't been here, and this man saw him in public, and he said, Hey, where have you been? I hadn't seen you in church. And the guy said, well, yahshua has got me doing something different now. He said, well, you used to tell me that you had to go to church. But they, don't, they, but they change. They, they satisfy. We all have the potential to do it. Not that it's just that person. I, I probably wouldn't go back to doing some drugs or getting drunk or cheating on my wife or nothing like that. I would do something way worse than adultery. I would become lukewarm. So see le- lukewarm people are deceived when you think you're hot when you're hot you're hot when you're not you're not but when you think you are hot and you're not you're lukewarm that's the ooh. and most of us i think can be guilty of that we all have the propensity of it i surely know that i have to every day every day say yes to god and no to my dreams somebody said man jesus will make your dreams come true yeah but yashua won't my dream didn't didn't endure the cross. What I thought I wanted to do. And how I was going to be. And what my, my future looked like. And all that. No, I know. I don't. I, my, that was a dream. And I want to tell you. I know it was a bad dream too. Excuse me. My God. Sends trials and testing. With love. They are for my. And your eternal benefit. And they are for the welfare. Of Yahweh's ecclesia. And his house. I used to fear the test. Maybe he would test me beyond what I was able to bear. I used to fear it, but I've learned that he don't. He always makes a way of escape. He said, okay, here. We're going to try this now. We're going to do this. So far, my testimony is this. He's helped me every time. He's helped me through many situations. He, not once has he failed me. That don't mean it wasn't hard and it didn't hurt. It wasn't painful my internal dialogue didn't try to drive me nuts and keep me awake at night, but I've learned more and more and more the, the, as, I, as I get older and more experienced, which isn't bound by how old you are. You hear me? There are some people who, who it t- they may be 65 of, and they have, may have an aged maturity, but somebody 35 can be more spiritually mature. Depends on how much they've said yes and no to God i got to say this, in the midst of all of life, Yahweh will always be good to you, even though sometimes we think harsh and unkind thoughts against Him. And when we're asked to do things that maybe we don't want to, we'll tell Him no, and we'll justify it for whatever reason we may have. So when it comes right down to it, you know, part of my frustration is, and I know maybe yours too, is I doubt that many people really believe and really trust Him. We're afraid when the trials come. We haven't learned how to obedience by the things that we suffer. We learn obedience by the things that we suffer. It's the process. Some have to learn the hard way. What is suffering? It's when you deny your flesh and your will and your desires and you obey Him. And what is obeying Him? It's called faith. When I say yes to him and no to me, there's my faith. Yeah, but it don't feel good or I don't want to, but this is my plans and this is what I was going to do. Okay. You're going to have to learn it the hard way. I want faith. Because all things are possible to him that believeth. You can't have faith when you keep telling God no. Thank you. When I hear my flesh says no, when I'm asked to help or to fill a need or go against my feelings, let me tell you my first reaction. I'll do it. Yes. I'll say yes before my flesh can even say anything, Joey. I'm going to say yes! I'll do it! Because my flesh, when I say, what's he think he's doing? What's he going to do? You know. I say yes immediately, quickly and quietly. I know Yahweh is proving me. It's a trial. Negative thoughts and murmuring about Yahweh are from the carnal mind and should not be given any room whatsoever because if you do, it will fester in your minds and infect your whole body. Away with him. <laughs> away. Go away. We have blurred vision. And that's the root cause of the way we see and view our trials. We, we don't understand what's going on. And guess what? You're wrong. Your thinking's wrong. And Yahweh is right. Yeah, but that ain't how my experience has been. Well, maybe this is, I'm trying to help you. I understand. But this is the truth. And I want you to listen close. We're in the days of Ananias and Sapphira. There is an a empowerment on the herald and proclamation of Yahweh that brings forth a result quicker than normal. It's a dangerous thing. I'm seriously trying to watch every word that I say. If you don't believe me on the point that I'm talking about today, it's okay. Because I'm sure that Yahweh will prove it to you himself in time. Trials are hard, man. There's no question about it. Life can seem like an endless misery for a lot of us, especially when we're not able to see a light at the end of the tunnel. But i got to tell you, trials do not last forever. Even though when I've been in the midst of them, I think that they do. I say, my God, it's over. (laughs) Poor me. Never going to work. It's over. I found this out, that every day brings a change. I can be down one day and up the next day, five, whose reason or why, I don't even know. So I know that's true. And you may not have the vision to see the changes that God's doing in your life, but you should really see them and know that God is working in you. But you've got to stop saying no to God. Let me tell you, I learned this about God too. He's like a business owner, Irwin. He don't take a day off. When you've got, you got a business, you can't take a day off. You can be somewhere around the world. And guess what? Hey, I was just wanting. You can't. You still have the pressure of it. Yahweh does not take a day off. Sometimes I wanted to say, would you just leave me? And I almost said alone. Full of your spirit. I tricked him. I don't want to tell Godway to leave me alone. I don't want him to leave me alone. It's not good for a man to be alone. He is constantly, 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 forever, my God, relentlessly working out His purposes, and nobody can prevent Him from doing it. Hallelujah! Thank you, Yahweh. I need somebody on my butt every day. Amen. I need somebody to remind me. Oh, you gonna tell him? You gonna tell him no? You gonna tell? You gonna tell him no? Do you know who you're talking to, boy? Uh, yes, you do know. No, I'm telling him yes, not no. I love the fact that out of the blue, when I'm discouraged when I'm down, going through whatever it may be. Get, trying to, God's trying to get rid of that baby stuff, you know, that self-pity. And so as he's doing it, you know, I'm going to be pouting, and then Yahweh will send somebody to speak a good word or encourage me at just the right time. Or I'll see a video of a man with no arms and no legs, and he's an inspiration speaker. I'm like, never mind. Little Richard said it when he tried to be a Christian for a little while. There's somebody worse off than you are, and that makes me feel good for some reason. Oh, whoa! At least I, ain't, at least I got my arms and legs. But here that guy is going to college campuses, no legs, no arms, and he's telling people how to live an inspirational life. I'm like, okay. He sends that person, man. It just out of the blue. Hey, man. I want you to know. And they'll say something that you know that God has said it from them, whether they realize it or not, just for you. And I've proven this. That sometimes that's all I need. That's all I need is a little something, just enough to keep me going until he sends that next little token of love that it's going to be okay. Just don't quit. Don't tell me no. Do it. Endure. 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 He could just leave me there like I am, but that ain't his way, man. Yahweh encourages, and he'll use people to do it. Today I'm content, and I say that on the first day of the sacred year, not the very first day, first week of the sacred year. I have a great measure of peace and joy in my mind and in my life. I'm reconciled today afresh to whatever Yahweh requires and has in store for me. I'm going to do it. I will not say no, I will say yes to Him. And no matter where anybody else may draw their line to their obedience, guess what? I'm going to cross the line. I'm going to cross, I will not draw a line between me and God. Somebody decides for themselves against what we're asked to do, they draw the line and they do it between them, us, and Yahweh. I call it the sin of justification. I love me some Raylan Givens. Y'all know who Raylan Givens is? The, the show Justified. He shot people all the time, and his excuse was this. It was justified. They drew first. It was justified. That's what the whole show's about. These people who have the sin of justification, they are relatives of one of the most famous gospel singles, singers in the world, Beatloaf. And he sang it this way, I'll do anything for love, but I ain't going to do that. We have the Apostles' Doctrine in this house. A lot of people don't even know what it is. You can't be an apostle if you don't know apostolic d- truths. The Bible says in Acts 2, they continue fat- steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. It is similar to like, in house number two, parental rules. There are certain things we do, certain ways we do it here. And that's just the way we do it because we're doing it in line with the scriptures. A lot of people say, I don't have to do that. They've got to do it their way. They won't do it the way that God says do it. They substitute. And that independence that they have and separation is the cause of division and strife in a local true church. American churches, don't, they don't really care that much about that as long as you don't cause problems. It's the way in the house. So many times when, you know, I talk about tithing over the years and what the, you know, what the law of the house is. The Bible says it's for the meat in the storehouse. And to spin it elsewhere brings severe consequences. People who choose to do things their way instead of God's way become a weak leak in the unity that Yahweh requires before He will do the impossible in our lives. Why don't God do anything? Because you ain't doing nothing except your way. You go, I'm going to live my way. Do what I want to, when I want to, how I want to, and I'll, I'll come to church whenever I feel like it or be part. We say no to God when he requires the assembly. I'm not trying to get a crowd here. What I'm trying to do is I'm looking for those people that God's joined here that I'm going to be responsible for. And when you get here, I'm going to tell you the right right thing to do. And if you'll, if you'll listen to what I say, you could live forever. People think they're the exception of what God's laws are. And guess what? They really become the problem and disunity in the house. As a parent, you tell your son to take out the garbage, I guess people still do that, I don't know. And you tell your daughter, wash the dishes, which is real, it's a real heavy job for these girls nowadays to put them in that dishwasher. We'll, we'll pray for y'all. Well, Daddy, that's not in the Bible. There are some things that aren't specifically in the Bible that we should be doing because it's just the right thing to do and it's what God says to do. I'm not talking about doctrine and stuff like that. I'm talking about a person who surrenders their ways to him in some areas. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. No. No, yes. No, no. Yes. Can I tell you this? There's no point in doing the yeses if you keep doing the noes. And we do that because of the sin of justification. It's inconvenient or it costs us. Or that's my dream. That's my vision. That's my life. I'll do what I want to with it. You've just made a mistake. Love should be everything or nothing at all. That's what I think. I'm going to love you this, but I ain't going to love you because you're that way or that. I, I, don't, that's how, I don't think that's what true love is. We should be absolutely the content of. Or be be, uh, absolutely content to be the clay today in the pans of the potter. But don't worry. If you continue to say no to him, he will break you of that habit. Listen to me today. Hear the word of the Lord today. You keep saying no. I've broken many dogs from their habits. No. You ain't going to do that there. You do that outside. God will break us of our habits. Whatever we're saying no to. It haunts me. All things will be possible to him that believeth. It It haunts me. So I said, Yahweh, what's the easiest way? (laughs) Y'all notice that? What's the easiest way to believe? And this is what he says say yes to everything I say, which means obey. Say yes. And don't ever say no. Say yes. Say yes. Don't try and tell anyone who's trying to believe to obey. It's impossible for them to do. I know this to be true. I've, I have experience with people over and over and over. I also know what it's like uh, to trying to make a horse drink. That's made me real tired. Dang! You're, find out they never believed anyhow. They've been saying no to God and, and in their lives but it, when it really counts. And that's when in your heart, when your will crosses God's will... You can preach the cross all you want. Is it a tree? Is it a stake? Gee, Yahshua, LaHelma, you you can say all you want to. But the only cross you should be concerned about is when your will cross God's will and you say yes to him and no to yourself. There you go. Because I believe that the greatest wine is saved for last, and I will be part of that. The disciples, I said, hey, I want to do at least what they did. I want to do at least that. that. That's the birth of the church. When you say to no to Yahweh, when you say no to Yahweh, and when you draw a line, and when you do not submit to the authority and things we're asked to do as one in this house, no matter what you think, you don't believe. So, don't, so quit blaming God and saying, why don't I I thought you were going to do all this for me. He said, yeah, but I thought you were going to do all this for me. He's like that. He'll come right back at you like that, like a mocking granddaughter. Come here, come here. you know. Go in there and do that. Go in there and do that. It's like an echo. And they do it to Bevy, and i laugh. Sorry, honey, I know she's feeling bad today. Did you press your first fruit button? Y'all, listen to me. I, I've got something in my heart that I believe Yahweh put here. This ain't my dream. My dream wasn't being in Ocala doing this. It's become my love. But I had big dreams and big plans. But listen to this. Say no to God. And not always saying yes to God will be the cause of why we don't see the impossible in our midst. Well, God just don't do. He ain't like that anymore. No, He's gonna do what we do. Well, you know what I do? Yeah, you said yes to three things, and they're probably pretty simple. But have you said? Yeah, but are you saying no to the other things that? Well, that's kind of cramping my style. It's the reason the children won't get a well done, and it's the sick, and it's the reason that many are sick and die prematurely. Can you hear me today? Oh, can you hear me today? But, but, but all things are possible to him that believeth, or him that obeyeth, or him that has faith, and who always says yes to God. The All things do not come simply for the asking, because Yahweh is ever seeking to teach us the way of faith. And training for the faith life, there's got to be room for, listen to these things, There's got to be the trial of faith. There's got to be the discipline of faith. There has to be, listen, listen, the patience of faith. Listen to this one. There's got to be the courage of faith. And often many stages are passed before we really realize what is the end of our faith. Namely, the victory of our faith. The required character of Yahweh. The required character of Yahweh. You hear me? this ain't all about you just having being happy and doing all this stuff no the goal is to live forever and rule and reign with christ that is the reward we are in we are in pro uh, what, what do you call it probation he got us out of prison by his grace and mercy now you can't live in the same sin and think god's okay with it the one that he cost him his son's life Somebody said, Well, it don't matter if you sin no more or whatever. Really, you think Yahweh's going to be happy with you doing the very thing that made him have to give his life as a ransom? required character of Yahweh the required character of Yahweh the required character of Yahweh the required character of Yahweh that's the goal here is developed through discipline of faith and it comes through a refiner's fire it comes through you ain't been through the fire son it comes through experiential knowledge and saying yes to God when you feel like saying no I've made many requests to my God I I make requests all the time Probably not a person in here that I haven't made requests for you. Cry it out to God and request. And the answer hadn't come yet. I used to tell people I laid hands on some people and said God heal them, and I've laid hands on them a lot more, and and they died. So what do I do when I'm and it ha- hadn't happened? What do I do? I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't ever say no to God. I don't hold him hostage somehow, think that I have some kind of power. To say, hey, if you don't do what I say, or not, I mean, that's, a, that's a fool right there. I want you to hear something from me today. And I say this is true. When you say no to God, he'll say no back at you. When you say no to God, he'll say no back at you. Yeah, but Johnny, I mean, I, you know, I'm doing, what about this? I'm saying yes to him here. Well, then he may, you know, if you're saying yes in your finances, then he might bless you financially. But I got to tell you, finances ain't our problem. Come on, talk to me today you'll probably make money except maybe the love of it. What do you do, Johnny? I keep on believing. I keep on saying yes to the Word of God and to the Spirit of God and to the man of God. I'm never going to be moved away from it by what I see or feel. And as you stand steady and I stand steady, increased power and experience is being developed and down the road, you're going to kick in some butt. Next, I've already faced this problem you hear me I'll tell you something funny There was a guy i knew i ain't gonna tell you who it was years ago and when i had a i mean when he had a splitting headache i ain't gonna I, I you probably won't believe this but the first thing i thought was what i got a tumor this for google i was ready to believe i had a tumor way before google came out headache tumor i've no i've heard the stories oh, my God. i got a tumor i got a tumor so now when I get a headache, guess what? I don't think that anymore. I overcame that. First thing that happens, my heart. What is that? Heartburn. That's what I call a heartburn. Because you've been eating junk or whatever it is. You know what I mean? What is it? Oh, I got a heart. It's a heart attack. No, it ain't a gas. <laughs> and there's quick relief for that, I promise you. Oh, my God. So what I'm saying increases your power. And experience is being developed. The very fact of looking at the apparent contradiction as to God's Word and being unmoved from your position of faith makes you stronger in all the other areas too. It's funny how God gives us the simplest way to build our faith. To me, is through money. It's just the easiest thing. I can't afford that. Oh, just say yes to God. You hear me? Yeah, but I I can't, I can't do that. Just say yes to God. If God tells you to do it, he will empower you if you just say yes to him. But you can't draw the line. Because if you do, you're drawing the line on him. Often I have found out that Yahweh delays purposefully. I didn't like that to start with. I found out that he's purposefully delaying because to him it's happened already, you know. And the delay is just as much an answer to my prayer as the fulfillment of when it comes. I had to get my mind and my place in that space of time. I don't like it. I want him to answer me right now. Anybody else that way? But I learned by him making me wait and be patient. It started building the character of Yahweh in me and my trust with Him. And all of a sudden, I didn't want to say no to Him in those areas. I wanted to say yes to Him, and I'll tell you why. Because I learned to love Him. And there's no other power that's going to get you and make you do what God wants you to do unless you, it's love. Love is the greatest force in the world. That's why he said, You've got to love the Lord thy God with all heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. And when you begin to love God, but I want to tell you what, if you, you don't love somebody you say no to all the time, it's called defrauding. In the lives of all these great Bible characters, all of them, my wife, I got her hooked on the History Channel yesterday and watching, it's called The Bible. It's not 100% accurate, but I'll tell you, it'll give you some history of the Bible and all that. So my wife said something about it. She said, you're not going to watch this? I said, honey, I read the book. He just turned it up louder. All those great characters of faith died having not received the promise. And look how they died. They didn't just fall in their sleep. I mean, they had lions, sword, all this stuff. But yet in America, we think, oh, my God. All these characters. What I'm telling you today is it's the same way that Yahweh did it in them. Abraham, Moses, and Elijah. None of those guys, and this is what always empowered me. None of them were great in the beginning. They were all slow starters just like me. They were made great through the discipline and obedience of their faith. They never said no they always said yes to everything in their lives those that know they've been bought with a price and their life is not their own will be the ones who get a well done because they'll, they'll say look i can't make this decision i can't go there be there do this spend that do i can't even have the thoughts i want to have and only after the discipline and the obedience and through time were they fit for the positions that yahweh called them to do. This is what people want. I'm going to use Irwin again. He owns a business. People just can't come into regal pest control. I want a royalty off that advertisement and say, hey, I don't know nothing about pest control. I don't know nothing about nothing. I want $50 an hour. I guarantee you Irwin's not going to say, well, sure, I tell you, I'll give you 60. And we want to have a $50 an hour job when we really have the faith of a 15, well, a $5 an hour job maybe. But yet we want to say, where's God? Why, why don't I have the benefits here? Why don't I have that? Because you are still a 15 dollar an hour person. You haven't got the experience. You haven't developed yet. You haven't known how to say yes to everything your employer does. But when you do, and you obey that employer and say yes and quit saying no, you could get $50 an hour. So what I'm preaching isn't some weird, odd, bizarre thing out of the blue. I, well, I'll tell you what, how we, can we do that, Johnny? Same way you do everything else you want. Joseph, Yahweh was training him for the throne of Egypt. But listen what it said. Listen, you all know, it said the Word tried him. The Word tried him? What about prison? What about prison life? Those hard beds and that horrible food? That didn't try him? The Bible says the word of God has spoken into his heart in those early years concerning something I'm going to do in you great. I'm going to elevate you and I'm going to honor you which were greater than his brothers who were to receive. So all his life before him, he had this. God said, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to be. He said, man, I'm guilty about my brothers. He got over that quick, didn't he? I'm guilty about my brothers i'm i'm gonna be greater than them i'm too I'm, what am i what am i going to be what about you know all these other things that i'm going to be elevated how i can't do this I'm, now i'm in prison Every step in his career made it seem more and more impossible that it was ever going to happen what God said was going to happen to him. He was there in prison and he was innocent while others, people who were incarcerated, I'm sure they were, got released and he was left all alone even though they were guilty and they got released and he's still sitting there. How in the world is that word that God said to me is tormenting me? Why? Because it ain't happened. I can tell you all, I learned this. I learned this. That I've been in that prison innocent. In other words, God gave me a promise, or God said, All things are possible. But guess what? They didn't happen. It didn't look like it was happening or it would ever happen. Joseph's sitting there, it was not the, the prison cell that bothered him, I don't think, as much as the word that was given to him. All of these times we don't we pray and we may not get what we ask for. It tries our souls. But I want to tell you, it's those hours and those months and those, yes, years of spiritual growth and development was what found him fit for the delicate task of ruling and reigning. And that's what I am, a prisoner of Christ. Oh, what blissful confinement because I will one day be fit to rule also. Just like Joseph. And not only that, brought him to a place that he was able to treat his brothers who betrayed him with true love and patience The after the god kind or god likeness or godliness all right i'm almost done it's easter for the pagans it's resurrection time for us god's going to raise you out of your deathbed of nose into the spiritual life of yes yahweh has spoken his purpose to do I've been there so many times. No no amount of persecution has tried me like Yahweh not doing what he promised he was going to do. The days days go on and he does not do it yet. That's hard, man. That's hard. But it is that discipline of faith and trust, that refiner's fire that brings me into the knowledge and the developed character of Yahweh, which by any other means would and could not be possible. There's suffering to do. You're going to suffer one way or the other. Life is suffering. I mean, you know, I'm mean, going to give you one of the first scriptures as a teenager that I memorized and used to preach the heck out of. My brethren, and I think it's okay, sister. Listen now. I know it's just a scripture, but I want you to apply it to where you are. Because I'm going to tell you what I know God does when I speak. I'm not a great orator. He'll speak to you right where you are. He'll take this word that I'm saying right now, and he'll speak it to you personally. My brethren and sister, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this. how do we know it? Because we mature. We know we've been doing it. That the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work. Now I've always said that faith had a wife. A helpmeet. Faith is married to patience. Patience together with faith. Allows what God's doing. To have its perfect work. Now I want to tell you what the result of it is. That ye may be perfect, that means mature, come to the full, full, fullness of what, what the intent was, and entire, wanting nothing. Well, there's some more things that I want right now. And I'll tell you what it ain't. It ain't no new house. It ain't a nicer car. It ain't more money, more money, more money. I have a desire that Yahweh has put in every believer and that is that we bring glory and honor to his name and everything we do, say and think, and that we declare that his ownership, I've been bought with a price. I have to do whatever he wants me to do. If it means that I have to lose everything, I say yes to God, and I will never say no again. I want you to close your eyes. Goodbye. I want you to close your eyes. I don't do this much.